Good morning. I just threw a curveball at Tucker just so you all know. We were going to do communion this morning, but we're going to move it to next Sunday so that it's on Resurrection Sunday. And we'll take communion on Resurrection Sunday instead of this morning. So uh, uh, if you were looking forward to that, that's awesome. Keep looking forward to next week. We'll go with that, all right? Good morning. It's good to see everybody this morning. Uh, uh, welcome to Beecher Island. Uh, I, I've missed seeing this family. Uh, it's only been two weeks, but man, we missed it. But we sure appreciate the time off and the, and the break in that. And uh, uh, But it's good to be here and sharing God's Word with you. And just seeing smiling faces and, and, and the encouragement that is laid out uh, from you guys. So... Uh, I have to tell you, though, that we, we are a blessed church to have the elders that we have uh, here, the leadership that we have in this church. We, we are blessed. When, when I leave, I, I don't worry about the spiritual leadership, the spiritual teaching that's going to continue to take place when I'm gone. And I, I will tell you that uh, they're here to... They're here to spiritually lead. They're here to pray with you. They're here to do those things that God calls them to do. And it doesn't matter if I'm gone or if I'm here. They're here to do that because God has placed them here for you. And so uh, I want to encourage you to uh, utilize the people that God has put in place in the leadership of this church. And um, their heart is right. And it is a blessing that we have the leadership team that we have. And so um, I'm going to encourage you, though, as a body, to pray for them, okay? To lift them up in prayer. And, and uh, uh, their role is not easy. <laughs> and their role is uh, a higher calling. So I encourage you to pray for them, and I encourage you to go to them for prayer. So uh, we, we are blessed. Um, I, I, I know that uh, it's already been announced, but, but I want to encourage you to also take part in the Ray Ministerial Alliance Good Friday service. That's going to be this coming Friday. Uh, we're going to meet at the corner of 4th Street and Merch Street. That's what I said earlier. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if I was right, but that is right. Uh, and then we're going to journey from there to the cross. Meet at noon. Um, and... Uh, uh, we're going to journey to the cross there. Uh, I've never got to be a part of the Ray Minister Alliance uh, Good Friday service, but this year they asked me to bring uh, a short message. Um, I'll try to work on the short, uh, but we'll, we'll have a message. Uh, we'll keep it less than an hour, so if it's on your lunch break, uh, you can come and join us, and we'll have you back to work uh, before your hour or lunch break is up, if that's the way it still works. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we'll have you back. But... Come join us if you can, uh, just to set our minds and our hearts right on Resurrection Sunday uh, on Good Friday. So join in that if you can. And if you have any questions about that, ask me, and I'll promise you I won't have an answer, but I'll get you one. Because uh, I don't know a lot about it, but we're going to figure it all out. So, um, yeah. You know, uh, I've had the opportunity through through my life, and as we journey uh, through and go to to different church services as we rodeo. But you know what, Beach Island is a pretty special place. Uh, it really is. And in every Sunday, I know that I probably sound like a broken record, but I say that we are an independent, non-denominational, Jesus-loving, Bible-preaching church. And I say that every Sunday for a reason. I want you to know who we are. I want you to know that we are led by God. 
Not by some religion. Not by some man. But we are led by God. And the Holy Spirit prompting all of that. And in that, I preach from God's Word. I preach from His Word and I encourage you to follow along in His Word and seek His Word and study His Word. And if I preach it wrong, I encourage you to come and talk with me. I, I am open. If you ever feel like I am not, please come have a conversation with me. Because I want to be open to making sure that I am in God's Word and speaking truth in God's Word. So I encourage you in that. But that's who we are as a church. And... and um, it is good, and I love Beach Island Church, and that means you, not this building. So, um, yeah, it's good. If you have your Bibles, uh, open them to John 15. John chapter 15. We we have been in this study of John for a while now. Y'all know, but. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we when I was here, we we talked about the love that Christ calls us to have. He, he commands us, right? He says, keep my commandment. His commandment is to love. His commandment is to, to love like He loves. And we talked about the only way we can do that is when we abide in Christ. When we abide in Christ, we can, we can love like He loves. When we abide in Christ, we can love our neighbor. We can love like He calls us to do. And in that, our joy will be full. Our joy will be complete when we love in Him. And it's a love that the world does not understand. And we're going to see that today as we do some more reading in John chapter 15. We're going to start in verse 18 of that and read for a little bit. But uh, before we read that, uh, if you have your Bibles, though, turn, turn to John 15. And, and um, a verse, though, that, that I keep on referring back to in all of John, as we work our way through John, a verse that I think is, is so important to keep our minds wrapped around as we study this Gospel. And that's John chapter 20, verse 31. It says, But these things are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And that believing, you'll have life in His name. Such a powerful verse that John laid out for us. Such a powerful verse that we need to take to heart as we read through John. And we need to make sure that when we read John, we keep that reference in our mind as to why John wrote this. And so, uh, let's read John chapter 15, starting verse 18. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But all these things they will do to you for my name's sake because they do not know him who sent me 
If I had not come and spoken to them, they would, have no, they would have no sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. He who hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works which no one else did, they would have no sin. But now they have seen and also hated both me and my father. But this happened that the word might be fulfilled which is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. When the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeded from the Father, He will testify of me. And you will also bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. These things I have spoken to you that you should not be made to stumble. They will put you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he offers God service. And these things they will do to you because... They have not known the Father nor me. But these things I have told you that when the time comes, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I did not say to you at the beginning because I was with you. Amen, amen. Amen. A lot there. Quite a depth of study that we can be in. Uh, as we journey through this. As I read through this and read through it this last week, verse 18 just overwhelmed me. I couldn't leave it alone. It just, just kept just coming to my mind, coming to my mind, because there is a lot of hatred in this world. There is a lot of hatred everywhere. But I also want us to remember that there is a lot of love. We just, we just talked about, just a minute ago, we talked about it two weeks ago, about the love that we are as believers to have. The love that's supposed to pour out of us, right? The love of Christ is supposed to pour out of us. So if there's that much hate, there should be that much love amongst His believers. In your circle of life, there should be a lot of love. And if there is not... I want you to seek some believers in your circle of life. You see, there is a lot of hate. But I pray that we surround ourselves with love so that when we go out into the world, we can shine a lot of Jesus. <laughs> and the hatred of the world doesn't get us down. I couldn't help but think of the journey to the cross that Jesus had. I couldn't help but, as I was thinking through this, the, the, the journey that He had. He comes riding in. Palm Sunday we look at today. He comes riding in on this triumphal entry. And there's all these people waving palm branches, right? The masses are, are waving palm branches and, and shouting, Hosanna! Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he, and blessed is the kingdom of the father David that comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. They're celebrating, they're loving, they're, they're joyful. They're, I mean, a party is happening. My guess is music was being played. They were, they were shouting and singing and it was joyful. Couldn't imagine the love that was happening right there. 
But then we have this contrasting difference of love when hate is shown, when this same mass of people are shouting, crucify. Crucify. The hatred that is in this. In Mark 15, verse 14, it says, Then Pilate said to them, Why? What evil has he done? But they cried out all the more, Crucify. Crucify. Jesus said, They hate me without cause. You can hear the hatred in them. You can hear the hatred in what they're saying in the hatred for Jesus. The Christ, the Son of God. The, the hatred that just pours out of them, but we know that it doesn't stop there. We know that the hatred didn't stop there. As Jesus went through the journey to the cross, they, they beat Him. They spit on Him. They, they poured complete hatred out on Him. And Jesus knew that it would happen. You see, my, my little mind struggles with wrapping around that Jesus, you knew that. You knew that they would pour out hatred on you and you would still journey through it. You would still go to the cross for me. And so he told his disciples, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. They hated Jesus so much that they took him to the cross and crucified him. Hate's a powerful emotion, isn't it? Hate is powerful. Hate makes people do some unimaginable things. Hate is defined as an intense hostility and aversion usually deriving from fear, anger, or sense of injury. I want you to hear that this morning. Hate usually stems from fear, insecurities, mistrust. We wonder why they hated Jesus. I think there's our answer. I think if you asked a non-believer why they're a non-believer, I bet you would hear an answer that falls under one of those. And we wonder why they hate us. But love, listen, love, love is just as powerful. And then when you start talking about agape, hate has no comparison to agape. Love is powerful. Love is defined as an intense feeling of deep affection. And that's what Jesus has for you. That's what Jesus has for you. He has love for you. And he has love for the world. And if the world would understand that he has love for them, so much love that he went to the cross for him. Man, the hatred would fall to the wayside. But the world can't see that. The, the world chooses to not see that. And so Jesus goes on to say that if you were of the world, the world would love its own. You see, it's not a question as to whether the world can love. The world knows how to love. Period. The world knows how to love because they love their own. See, uh, they know how to love when you look like them. They know how to love when you have a life that looks similar to theirs. 
They, they know how to love you when you conform to the world. The truth is, though, that there are many people who call themselves Christians. And maybe even, uh, maybe even they come to church once in a while. Maybe, maybe even they read their Bible once in a while. They even pray when they absolutely need to. They resemble a non-believer. Their life resembles the non-believer. Their life resembles the world. I think we have to add into this Romans 1.32. Romans 1.32 says this, Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve those who practice them. That one hit me this week. The world will love you if you look like them. The world will love you if you look like them, but I want you to hear me this morning. I want you to hear this this morning. When you allow yourself to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, when you allow Christ to be the Lord of your life, when, uh, when you allow Him to make you a new creation that He calls you to be, when you confess Him as Lord, when you give your life to Him and you open your heart to Him, you open your eyes to Him, then your life will prove the goodwill of God, what's pleasing and, and, and acceptable and, and perfect to the Lord. I, and if you do that, they'll hate you. That's what we're told, right? They, they will hate you just like Jesus says in verse 19. He says, yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Church, I pray we're okay with that. Church, I pray that we're okay with the world hating us. I pray that I'm okay with the world hating me. I, I, look, I, I know we all want to be part of the crowd, right? We don't want to be loners. We want to, we want to fit in. We want, to, we want people to like us. We, we, we don't want to be a loner. We don't want to stand different in the crowd, but Jesus calls us to be an outcast in this world. Be okay with being hated by the world. We don't need to hate back. We need to be okay with being hated by the world. Jesus calls us to be an outcast, to be a child of God. To know that you're not a citizen of this world, but a citizen of heaven. And that it's okay if you don't fit into this world. It's okay that, that if you don't conform to their likeness. You see, Jesus said, but I chose you out of the world. You see, Jesus chose you to be a child of God. Just as He chose the person sitting next to you to be a child of God. Just as He chose your neighbor to be a child of God, just as He chose your neighbor's neighbor to be a child of God. But you see, uh, I think when we look at Jesus says, I chose you, we better look at John 3.16. For God so loved the world. Okay, He loves the world. He loves the people of the world. For God so loved the world that He sent His one and only begotten Son. He sent His one and only Son to die on the cross 
for you and for the world, if the world will choose him. Because you see, he goes on, he says, whosoever, whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Whosoever will call upon his name. Jesus is saying, look, I already chose you. I already chose you out of the world, but I need you to do something for me. I need you to choose me. I need you to, to give me your life. I need you to choose me. And when you choose me, I'll send the Holy Spirit to dwell in you. So then you can love like I call you to love. So then you can deny the flesh. So then you can deny the sin that's in your life. So then you can be the new creation that I call you to be. And, and sometimes it happens really fast. And you know what? Sometimes it's a journey. But choose me. Choose me and I'll come into your life and I'll help you change your life to live in the newness that I give you. Choose me and I'll journey with you to be full of joy when the world hates you. When the world wants to poke you in the chest. You see, Jesus was trying to let His disciples know that they were not to be surprised. They were not just to be surprised or disheartened when the world hates them. When the world just pour out hate on them and try to persecute them. The world hated the Lord first. And that's what he's trying to tell them. And, and it will hate all who resemble Christ. Well, there's no way around it. Jesus goes on to say that if they persecute me, they will persecute you. But then he throws in a contrasting difference here again. He says, if they kept my word, they will keep yours also. He, he's saying that, that those who listened with faith to him would hear them also would hear His Word. I ask you this morning, is your heart open to hear God's Word? Is your heart and your mind and your whole being open to hearing God's Word and to be moved by Him? Open to His way is life. Not a life of works. Not a life of doing. But a life of Him. His will, not yours. His example, not the world's example. His spirit, not the flesh. Are we open to that? Is our hearts and our minds open to, to just laying it out for Him? Because listen, He went to the cross for you. He went on this journey and it was... It was predestined for you. See, Jesus, Jesus gives us this whole account. He gives us His Word to, to come back to. And I pray that our, that our minds and our hearts are open to His truth. That, that today as we celebrate Palm Sunday, that, that we see the journey that, that He did for us, that was, that was predestined by our God, that Jesus would come. Jesus would come and He would be the answer to the sin of man. He would be the answer to eternal life. He would be the only answer to our salvation. And the world says He can't be the only answer. And He says, I'm the only answer. I'm the only way. It's all in me. He went to the cross for us. 
And it's for all, all or whosoever will call on His name. And don't let anybody tell you that there's only a select few. No. No, it's anybody. Whosoever will call upon His name will have eternal life. But you cannot be of the world and have eternal life. You can't conform to the world and have uh, eternal life. You have to make a choice. A choice for Jesus or a choice for the world. And if you choose Jesus, it's eternal life in Him, with Him, for eternity. But listen, if you choose the world, your greatest reward will be right here in this, on this earth. And then eternal damnation follows. It, but it's a choice of yours. It's not a choice anybody else can make for you. God will not make it for you. It's your choice. Your choice to choose Him and to walk in Him or not. But you know what? Jesus doesn't want eternal damnation for you. That's why He died. That's why He died. He loves you that much that He wants you to have eternal life in Him. He wants to give you life, true life with Him, and He's already paid the debt. He's already taken care of the sin. It doesn't matter what you did this morning. It doesn't matter what yesterday, what happened in yesterday. He says, come to me. Come to me. I've already taken care of it. All you need to do is call on my name. Speak with your mouth that I am Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised me from the dead. Is what Jesus says and you'll be saved. The Word tells us you will be saved. So today's the day to do it. Today's the day to do it. You know what? Uh, it scares me when I think of uh, what I said earlier about there is Christians who who are completely conformed to the world. They take the title, but they don't take the life. I don't want anybody in here just taking a title. I want you to have the life in Jesus. I want to encourage you to encourage those around you to not just have a title, but have the life. The life in Jesus. You know, we can focus on all the hatred of the world if we want to. And we can go there pretty easy. But our focus should be Christ. And the love that He poured out on us. And the love that we should be pouring out on others. Even in all the hatred. Even in all the hatred being poured out on us in this world. When we step out into the, into the true world, and I, I'll be honest, I'm pretty naive. I have a small circle that I, that I walk in, and, and I don't get to step into the world very often. But when I do, I'm like, whoop, okay. But some people have to live in that world every day, in and out. And that has to be draining. It has to be overwhelming. Let me tell you, I don't want you to focus on the hate of the world and the nasty of the world and the things of this world that will get you down. But when you're there, look to Christ and the love that He's pouring out in you to conquer the hate of this world. It's a choice. It's a choice to focus on the hate or it's a choice to focus on the love. And I'll encourage you today to focus on that love. I'm going to invite the music team up. Uh, Guys, we serve an awesome God. We serve an amazing God. 
And if you have found yourself conforming to the world, I want to encourage you to change that. I want to encourage you to, to seek the Lord in that and, and seek prayer in that. I want to encourage you to, to be about His way. And if you're, if you're ready this morning to, to lay that down and say, you know what, I, I, I don't want to walk in the way of the world anymore. You know what? I, I'm not talking about the one that's just coming to Christ today. I'm talking about believer, the whosoever, that when we, when we spend our uh, days looking at the hatred and we become consumed by it, and we fall prey to the temptation, we fall prey to the flesh, that, that's who I'm talking about. And if you have conformed to the world and you have you have been living of the flesh, man, I, you know what? You don't have to stay there. You don't have to. You don't have to be there. And Jesus says, "Come to me, all who are weary, and I'll give you rest." I want to encourage you to be in Him. I want to encourage you to seek the prayer, to overcome the, the ways of the world, to lay down the things of this world, to lay down the things of this flesh. Listen, I, I ask every Sunday for people to come up here and seek prayer. I don't ask you to come up here so that the rest of the church can point a finger at you. I ask for you to come up here to pray so that this body of believers know that they need to be lifting you in prayer. You, the church doesn't need to know what you're seeking prayer for. They just need to know they need to be praying for whatever's going on in your heart, whatever's going on in your mind. And so that's why I encourage you to come forward. And you know what? If you want to come up here and pray with me, I'll pray with you. The elders will pray with you. If you want to just come up here and just, and just pray by yourself, come up here and pray by yourself. If you want to come up here and just lay it all at the feet of Jesus, Say, I can't handle it no more. And you just want to cry out to Him. I want to encourage you to do that today. It's not about us. It's about Him. And so I want to pray with I want you to just pray to Him. I want you to seek Him this morning in, in, in every, any, any prayer need that you have. And don't get me wrong, you can do it right where you're sitting. You can do it right where you're sitting, but if you want this body lifting you in prayer, if you want me lifting you in prayer, we want to do that this morning. So if you'll come forward, we stand and sing here. If you need prayers, man, I'd love for you to do that. Let's go to Him in prayer. Father God, I thank You this morning. I thank You that You journeyed to the cross. I thank You that, that You took on the hatred of this world to the extreme. I pray that we truly know that they don't hate us because of us, but they, they hate your followers because of you, because of what you stand for and what you've done. Lord, I pray that we seek the love, not the hatred. Your love. Lord, I pray that we, that we just lay down our flesh daily and follow you. 
Lord, I pray that if we're struggling on that, that we get on our knees and we seek You because You are there for us. You tell us that You will send the Advocate, the Helper, to dwell in us. And I thank You for that, Lord. I pray that we take that serious and allow You to work in our life. Lord, I pray this morning that if there's anybody that's struggling, anybody that's hurting, that they, that they just take that step forward to You and away from the world. Thank You that we can do that. Thank You that You are here for us. Thank You for forgiving us of sin. And that we can walk in the newness of You every day. Lord, thank You for that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We'll stand and sing. If you need prayers, please come forward.